This is Listen Here Now, Serious Library News Magazine, the podcast for the Pendleton Public Library. Please like and subscribe and tell your friends and family they can find us wherever they get their podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. I am being interviewed today. I'm being asked the 20 questions by our good friend Stephanie Huffman. Hello. Was with us earlier and answered my questions. Thought this would be a cute way to go about it, and we're gonna do it. Yes, here we are. All right. First question: What is your job? My job is library assistant to adult programming, cataloging, and library technology. I think I'm a specialist. I think specialist is the part that goes back with that. Anyway, I do many things. Rat catcher. I'm a library rat catcher. All the rats run out in all the different directions and I go <laughs> to pick them up. <laughs> Has that happened? No, no. It's another way to say jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Okay, that makes way more sense. Um, <laughs> yes. Where are you from? I was born in Walla Walla, Washington. Mm. I live in Weston, Oregon. But I have worked here at this library since 1997. Oh, wow. Yeah. But this, when did this library come to be? Because wasn't it at the Arts Center once upon a time? Uh, yes. The original um, location of the library, that's, that library was built when, because there was actually a library before that that was uh, a room in the courthouse. There was a lending library, and that was when they first built the courthouse, like 1889. Oh, they wow. had a library right away. Wow. Um, they did build the uh, Carnegie Library, that yes. is the art center now, in, I think, 1905. Okay. And it was a, a, a county library then, Umatilla County Library. Oh, it wasn't just the Pendleton Public Library, and it became the Pendleton Public Library in 1989 or oh. 91. Maybe 91. Okay. 91 is also when we automated and got computers for the first time. Hmm. And then uh, we moved here to this building. Uh, I started in July of 97, yeah. and then we moved to this building October of 97. Oh, wow. And this building was a reclaimed municipal building, the Helen McCune Junior High. And the city hall and the library um, decided to move in together. They're on one floor and we're on one floor. Mm -hmm. um, because the library could get uh, grants and monies to have this remade. And oh. city hall needed a new place. Because they were in that place that... Um, is uh, the Greystone building that is down Dorian behind the Sisters Cafe. Oh! That, I wow. Uh, yeah, that was the... My mom threw up in front of the police station when it was still there. Sorry, mom. <laughs> 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 they used to be in the basement of that building. Uh, but uh, it just got too small to be a city hall. And so then they sold it to some people who made it into an apartment building and then a few years ago uh, there was an accident with fireworks and it blew up and that's why it's not occupied oh <laughs> yeah exciting this little town there's a lot going on here you stay here long enough then you start like you know like oh there's a lot yeah yes it's many spicy stories yes 
have you moved around a lot? I am not. Okay. I was born in Walla Walla. Uh, when I was one, we moved to Weston, lived in the same house until I was about 35, 36. Um, I didn't live in that same house. There's a little house next door to it, so I did have my own house. And then we had to move to my grandma's house, which was a mile away, and then, yeah, I've always been... I've traveled, but I've always lived in the same You place. are local, local. What is your favorite thing here? Uh, my favorite thing here is um, Roundup. I love Roundup. I don't really care about uh, one little portion of it, but as uh, a marker from the change from summer to fall, okay. I think it is outstanding. Because you go into that first parade, and it used to be a nighttime parade. So really? It was really scary. Like, <laughs> like there would be horse wrecks because people on the sidelines threw rocks at the participants. Oh, no. Or threw firecrackers. Oh, no! It. Or sometimes the participants were firing live ammo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wowzers. And this was the 70s. The 70s and 80s. Like... <laughs> Practically now. So from it's summer at that first parade. And then you go through the week of Roundup and by the following Sunday, fall rains have started. It's kind of oh, cold. Yeah. And then from that point on, that's just the time of year it is. It's fall. It changes to fall. Fall's right? my favorite time of year. And then it's just I like it as a marker of time. That's my favorite. That's a good way to think of it. I like that. Yes. How do you use the library? I use the library for a paycheck and a source of Wi-Fi. <laughs> but also I do any kind of research that I need at home. I do it here because that's it's the best place to find what I need. Makes sense. I like it. What is the farthest you've been from home or countries you've traveled in? I think that technically the furthest I've been from home is the Kenai Fjords. I think that's the furthest in Alaska. Oh, wow. Uh Uh-huh. But it might be... I've also been... I lived in New York for a month with my aunt and uncle. That might be further. But I've also been to uh, Mexico City and Tosco. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, Acapulco. So they might be further, but they kind of make a little... (laughs) Yeah, a little triangle around. (laughs) Excellent. Mm. Um, What is a reference question you've always wanted to ask? A reference question I've always wanted to ask... uh, Most of the reference questions that I do for people are, you know, about researching what uh, appliances they want to find or what books they're looking for or who wrote this when or local history type things uh and i would really like to ask someone uh when (laughs) Uh, it's about the jc penny build jc penny building on main street yeah um the basement of that building floods Okay. If, if water's high, it floods. Mm-hmm. And it is not unknown to have animals in it. Oh. I just want somebody to, to tell me how those animals <laughs> are getting into that basement. It's a regular basement. I mean, a fieldstone basement. Hmm. It was the oldest operating JCPenney 
in in the world when it closed. Like what kind of animals? River Birds? otters. River otters? Yeah. Like a sizable mammal. That's a that's not a small animal. That's not a small animal. But the basement flooded and there were otters in. How did it get in? Somebody somebody find out, tell me. Wow. How often did it happen? It's also something that I love. I know. About. Fo- there's going to be follow-up <laughs> questions to that. Whatever that answer is, that's the thing. Because it didn't just happen once, either. That was in the 90s that I know for sure that there was an otter down. Wow. But it's not the only time it's happened, either. I did there's not expect a, that. Somewhere around there is an old well. I think it's across the street. <gasps> oh, in the I wonder. Park. Huh. Uh, I was thinking, well, is it in the basement of that JCPenney building? But no, it's not. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. I know that much. But okay. Why? Why? Why were the river otters there? Yeah. Hmm. I, I like that. What do you wish people knew about your job? Uh, I wish people knew how little of it is about reading books and how much of it is about customer service. Hmm. I think that people don't realize that the best customer service going is librarians. Because we can't, you know, <laughs> at a certain point, anybody who is dealing with customers can say, I'm out. I'm done. Right. Librarians really can't. We can't stop until you stop. Oh. We really want to, but <laughs> we can't. Huh. That's right. Because it, a library is different. Because like a cafe, right to refuse service, or whatever, however that's phrased. Like, yeah, that's If we're different. unsafe, we don't well, have yes. to pursue it. But right. You know, I I know librarians who do walk away from people who are still don't like the answer you give them, and they're still trying to find. But most of us just wait until they give up. <laughs> Fair. What is your favorite dream? Uh, my favorite dream uh, currently mm. is the one where. Um, my aunt has given me, she really has given me, a present of some money, and I'm going to use it for travel. And so my current favorite dream of is where I'm going to go mm. on that travel. It's going to be Scotland, maybe Ireland. Excellent choices. Maybe just England. Maybe the whole Shlomazel. Mm. Isle of Man. Ooh. Yeah. I, especially because Jeff the Talking Mongoose is my favorite cryptid. <laughs> 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 Excellent. Uh, can you roller skate? What about ride a horse? I ha- cannot roller skate. I cannot fall down. You know, I can do well enough to not yeah. fall down. But no, I can't really roller skate. Best, I'm better ice skater. Hmm. Uh, I can't do any tricks, anything like that, but I can do it. Okay. And yes, I can ride a horse. I haven't done it in a long time because I had a bad accident. Hmm. But I still handle a horse every day. Okay. It's all still fine. It's just... Right. Riding is hot. Okay. Ooh, what project are you working on now? Uh, right now, I am preparing summer reading. So we're doing some adult programs for summer reading. And um, I'm putting together what they're going to be. Like, there's a hiking 101 which I wanted to call Hike Around and Find Out. <laughs> one of my friends said, oh, or call it Walk Out with Your Talk Out. <laughs> I like that one. I would have voted for that one because that's funny. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do a walking podcast and we'll call it that. There we go. 
Uh, and then a car camping one. A car camping one. Oh, uh, okay. We're um, working with the Parks and Rec. Uh, Liam Hughes, the director of Parks and Rec, is going to come in and do a couple programs for us. Cool. I'm going to do a program on making vegan leather out of kombucha. I think that sounds very cool. I hope that you will sign up for it. Yes. Now. And I am working on... Uh, a little play kit that is going to have a little character. In this case, it's a fox. Mm-hmm. He's posable and he has a little fox head made out of molded beeswax. I'm making myself. Wow. Uh, and he has a camper. It's a just a plastic container from the dollar store. Yeah. And then they have a little bed inside, a little cooking wow. equipment, little bowls, and table and chair, and for glamping. Ah, there we go. Glamorous. Mm. And uh, lanterns. The hanging lanterns that go with it are the cutest, cutest things. Wow. Made out of bead and buttons. That's very cool. So that's what I'm working on. Summer reading. Nice. Well, what is the what is the best pro- project you've done in the le- past 12 months? Uh, I... I've done a lot of great projects, but I think that probably the best one is the only cemetery walk. We called it Quiet Neighbors and had um, different characters who are buried in only cemetery uh, who are from uh, Pendleton history. Okay. Uh, People, actors portrayed them and then talked a little bit about their life in character. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I guided people through, and we stopped and talked to all those people, and kind and you know, almost to the end, it would be getting dark. Yeah, I had a little ghost child running through the cemetery playing. Oh wow! Every year, I'm going to have more ghost children because uh, children are an important part of Pendleton. There's always scads of children all over the place. Mm. Uh, that is not a story I care to have told. <laughs> I don't want to talk about a sad little dead child story on this thing, but I think they should be represented. So every year, more ghost children. Yeah. And I want to uh, assure everyone, I'm not saying that the people who are buried in only cemetery are ghosts. I'm sure that they rest comfortably. I also don't want to in you know imply that anyone's ghost is not haunting the cemetery. <laughs> The actors are being the people yep. during their lifetime. That makes sense. But the ghost children are ghosts. Because it is, so yeah, it's in October. Ah, there you go. That that sounds like a fun project. <laughs> I like oh, it. We have also been talking about doing a haunted downtown. Oh, wow. So that would be fun. Ooh. But uh, that's, that's for another time. That's a future project. <laughs> All right. Can you cook? What's for dinner? I can cook, and what is for dinner is what someone else will make, because I work till 7 at night, and so I don't go home and cook. That's fair. What is your favorite website? Pinterest. Mmm, that's a good one. Always with the Pinterest, because of, you know, I'm making all these things. Yes. Gotta see how it's done. Yep. Gotta watch how everybody makes their vegan leather out of kombucha. This is true. <laughs> and there's a lot on there. That is a rabbit hole. It goes deep. It does. I've gotten to where it's kind of showing me the same stuff, so I've got to stop and let yep. it yep. catch up. I can see that. <laughs> what was the last movie you saw or TV show you binged? Uh, I just finished Our Flag Means Death. Ah. Uh, 
pirate yep, comedy. Yep. I've seen some of that. Yep. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. My favorite of them all is uh, the skip buttons. The pirate with the friend who's a seagull. I don't think I made it far into the seagull. I don't remember the seagull. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and what was the last book you read? Um, beginning with a bang. <laughs> it's a... I can't remember. I think Stilson is the author's last name. Yeah. Uh, it's from the 20s, and mm. it is a... The detective is a retired school master. He used to run a boys' school, mm-hmm. and now he's retired. He's lost all his money, and he's a janitor at a used bookstore. Hmm. And uh, it's about his adventures. And I started to read that because uh, there used to be a radio show that was about him. Oh. And his hook is he looks exactly like William Shakespeare. But he's really? a modern man who cleverly solves mysteries. Huh. I know, and it's old, and people have not heard of it. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. That is fun. Um, ooh, please recommend a book. No, wait, sorry. Hold on, I skipped one. What is your favorite book? My favorite book is um, this bread Bible book that we have at the library. It's from England. Yeah. It's a big white book with just a few bread recipes in it and then variations on it. But it's so beautiful. I don't even care if the bread is good. I just like looking at the pictures of the bread that they So then please recommend a book. I would recommend... um, a book that one would listen to, um, Robert B. Parker books. He writes about Spencer. Okay. Any Spencer book you find where the uh, narrator is Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds narrates books. Uh, yeah. And you think, oh, Burt Reynolds, okay, fine. He's excellent. He's really? so good. With just a very few changes, he changes into all these different characters. He does all the voices. It's, wow. He's so good. I would not have guessed that. No, you would not. Cool. You would not guess. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> what was the last transportation problem you had? Uh... See, well, I just got a new used car, which I enjoy very much. Uh, the vacuum tubes in my Ford Explorer that I drive to get hay, and sometimes yeah. I have to bring it to town, um, they get pinhole leaks in them. And mm. sometimes they also blow off of where they hook up, and then it runs rough, and then I have to get under the hood and put them back on or fix a pinhole leak. And uh, this is what happens when you drive jalopies. Yeah. <laughs> you learn to repair jalopies. <sighs> yeah. I've, I've, I lived off-grid for a while, and yes. I've, um, how were you inspired to get into the job you have? I fell into it backwards. Really? When I was little, I wanted to be a librarian, and my aunt told me... Uh, you're not going to be able to. By the time you get to the age where you can be a librarian, you're not going to be able to because they're closing all the library schools. And they actually had recently closed the library school at the college where she was going at the time because I think she was going to go into it. She did work in her little... She's the aunt I stayed with in New York and she worked in the library there. Okay. Um, it was just like a, a one-room 
library, and they took turns being the librarian. It was that kind of place. Huh. Uh, so she didn't uh, go on to be a librarian. Okay. And uh, I, there was a job opening when I was at Loose Ends when I graduated from college. Mm-hmm. And I put in for it, and I got it, and it was just like a three-hour-a-day job, four days a week. Yeah. It was just barely anything, but it got me in the door, and gradually, over time, I've become a fixture. Wow. <laughs> I've become part of the equipment at the library. So that's... And then just a few years ago, I got my degree. Oh, wow. But I think I'd been earning it all that time. Yeah, yeah. How long does it take to... To go through library school? Uh, three years. Oh, okay. There are people who do it faster. Yeah. But three years is about what it takes. It's really hard to go back to school for a master's degree. Because I don't like school anyway. <laughs> and then they make you do group projects. And by my last year, I decided I'm, I'm just not going to be an asset in a group project. I'm going to be the lovable bumbler. Everybody can enjoy my company, and I won't actively work against you, but <laughs> just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'm not going to do any planning. I'm not going to be very good. But uh, if you are mean to me, then I will become a dangerous troublemaker. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> No, myself. Either or. <laughs> See, I love school, so I'm just like, oh, I would still go if I could still get funding. <laughs> I don't love it. I At first, I enjoy it, but somewhere about the, I don't know, the fifth week, I'm just, I, I can't with that anymore. I can't. I can't listen to those people talk. And I love those people. They're... Huh. I'm friends with the people that were in my classes with me. I can't with school. Interesting. See, I'm just like, I love, I love reading the syllabus. I get all excited. I'm like, oh, we get to learn new things. And I'm just, I, I love the whole setup of walking down halls to go to the special room to learn the special knowledge. Oh, just. Yeah, class discussion. It. I want it to be class discussion where we all have ideas that we put out and so often it is the professor and one jerk who runs their mouth and if i'm not the jerk running my mouth then i'm not interested <laughs> i had one professor it was a feminist feminist theater class and she sat everyone in an open circle and I'd never had a class before and it, it actually encouraged a lot of talking and people that normally I had them as classmates in other classes they never said a peep something about sitting in an open circle they actually participated and that was the most talkative class I've ever had I was going to be in I I took a couple theater classes that were like that one was period styles and costuming which, yeah I really enjoyed we didn't make anything but we talked about why choices are made in theater to do costumes like for example uh the period costumes in three musketeers 1974 yeah uh good okay the uh costumes chosen for three musketeers 1992 yeah poor huh (laughs) so we talked about why that was and mostly it was things like 
care if it's called corduroy. No. Cloth of Kings. Yeah. It's corduroy. Don't make the king wear it in a movie. <laughs> mm. I could see it. Okay. Huh. So, yeah. Yes. I... If school was just randomly going to different classes, that would be different. But it's going to the same class and talking to the same people. And... I almost went into um, ancient Greece and Rome Ooh. for my classical, for my studies. I do love ancient Greece and Rome. That was, but Rome really put me off because so much of that is, you know, boring political maundering. <laughs> four years of Latin in high school as my foreign language requirement. I don't know why it seemed interesting. And it was. It was super fascinating because we studied Greece and Roman history mm-hmm. and it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Couldn't speak it. <laughs> but I absolutely loved it and I loved it. I just, yeah, I found it fascinating. I really like to read the histories that Herodotus wrote. Because mm. those things, you know, maybe not that accurate, but also not really that crazy. Like, he wrote this thing, I think it was Herodotus, that uh, was about the giant hairy ants that dig up gold in the mountains in Persia. And everybody said, that is nuts. That's the craziest thing I ever heard. You are an awful historian. That's stupid. And it's not that crazy, because he had made a minor translation error in the word for ant, and the word for the little mammal called the marmot were very similar and marmots do they are hairy and they do dig a lot and they do find a bunch of gold he was vindicated kind of because I think he still misunderstood what he was hearing but but he was actually kind of accurate yeah so can I have a bonus (laughs) question so how much can you guess about a person by the books that they check out? Well, I can't really guess that much because people people think that they get the same stuff all the time, but they really don't. Really? See, this is what I was wondering. And people think that they get all kinds of different stuff, and they really don't. I mean, people get, like, within... uh, Like, I can't tell if a person gets cookbooks because they like to cook or because they like to read cookbooks. I can't That's, tell. Okay. And okay. we don't try and figure anything out about you. Yeah. Your privacy is... Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe privately we do because we're human beings and we yeah. want to know about the other human beings, but no, it's... We don't really take note of what people check out. Okay, because like mine, I because I, I was thinking like, well, I tend to do like a lot of knitting, a lot of crafty books. Mm-hmm. So if, if I were looking at, I'm like, oh, I would guess that person would be a crafter. But then maybe, like you said, maybe not. Maybe they just like to look at pretty craft books and not do any of them. And you know, I don't yeah. take out craft books very much. I look at them here, right? Don't check them out. Oh. And then, like, my, my partner, Josh, he, he checks out a lot of comic books because he likes to read comics. But then he could be, oh, maybe he's an artist and he's looking for inspiration because he's a comic book drawer. He's not, but interesting. So it's all across the board. People check out Way all across the board. All kinds of all oh. kinds of reasons people check stuff out. I, my favorite thing is when somebody checks something out and they tell me, I'm getting it because I don't understand what it is and I want to understand it. Oh, great. That's an awesome reason to get yeah, a book. Please do that. Please yeah. do that a lot. 
Especially okay. stuff that they have heard from their friends or church members. That's bad. And they want to know why. So oh. I like them to I like them to look into it and find out. And then second bonus question. Mm-hmm. So say I wanted to like I'm in a rut. I'm checking out the same types of things. How would you suggest I do something different? Like- well, it all depends on are you checking there's there's a whole thing called reader's advisory that is a way of asking questions of a reader to elicit what it is that they really want. Oh, so like maybe you read all of those Regency romances not because you like the time period, yeah. but because you like uh, the witty rejoinders. In which oh. case, I would guide you towards something where the talk is fun. Oh, okay. Maybe you like to read something with a lot of descriptions and world building. I would, you know, take you to a different kind of world building. Maybe you only oh. want to read stuff about police in the 50s. But all my questions are kind of to elicit what it is that you are enjoying about the book. So you have a whole list of questions to fit. That's awesome. Okay. And I'm not good at it. But Mora <laughs> is great at it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Each, I, might, I might do that then, because yeah, because sometimes I'm like, oh, I just feel like I'm reading the same thing. I want something new, but I don't know where to even look. Okay, lots of different. That was that was a great question. I didn't expect that. That's a great question. Nice. Uh, one one book that I always kind of have in the back of my mind as a good one to recommend to people because it's not like anything you've read before. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what the author's name is, but the title is Bell Ruin. It is about um, the 50s in the South and a mother and her two kids who live in a crumbling mansion. And the mom is trying desperately to turn it into a hotel so that they can have some money coming in. Okay. And the girl, I think she's 12, and she gets in with some theater people and uh, is it's wackadoodle. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's okay. a mystery that goes along with it. The name of the house is actually Bell Ruin, ah. but they call it Bell Ruin because it is, and also that's just how they say it. But yeah, that's a good one to kind yeah. of bounce you out of a rut. It's yes. completely different from anything else you've been reading. Okay, but it is still mainstream fiction, so it's not going to have anything esoteric and weird about it. Okay, it's a nice pelican cleansing book. Ah. Excellent. Great. Yeah. So, All right. Thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>